Well, I'm excited because I haven't had a chance to really chat with this person before. So that there's a couple, I'm killing a couple birds with this podcast episode. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick to everybody? Uh, hi, my name is Amy Blaschka and I'm a social media ghostwriter. I help leaders craft their stories to communicate and connect better by amplifying their reach and impact. But Amy, Amy is also, she's, she's really probably one of the better examples out there of how to do social media um, because her content's always rock solid and um, she mixes it up through all kinds of different types of content. So I, I would highly recommend that you follow her on any of the, any of the platforms that she's on. So, so do not listen to this podcast, visit the website. Uh, don't forget if you're supporting the, uh, the podcast, half of the, dona- half the donations go to feed stray cats and dogs. And we are now hitting about 5,000 that we have been able to do that for. So now we got, we've decided since we're going to talk a little bit about ghost writing, right? Sure. And you don't look like a ghost. <laughs> and you don't yes. sound like a ghost. So why don't you explain, let's start with explaining what ghost writing is for people. Sure. So uh, there are many different types of ghostwriters, but ghostwriting is really just some other human writing for another human that that other person can then share under their name as if it's were their words, their thoughts, their and whatever. So how, yeah. How did how did you get into that? So <sighs> kind of a roundabout way. Um, I've always been a creative person. I was always the like shy little girl, you know, writing life stories. Of and, life of the know, party. What, huh? Life of the party, right? Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Super shy. Like my, my <laughs> yes. I'm the, in, oh, the introvert, the introvert. Yeah. The, well, the introvert I'm actually, right? I'm actually an extrovert, but probably the most introverted extrovert there is. But I, I, I totally get is, it. Yeah. So I'm the middle of three daughters and my okay. older sister being the firstborn that she is. I never liked her attitude. I never liked her attitude. No, I love her. She's great, but super firstborn, right? So it's always the spotlight. Look at me. I'm doing this. What other award achievement can I do? So I was always quieter. But, But the one thing that I could actually do better and was, you know, received sort of some recognition for was anything creative, artistic. Ah. And it's not that she isn't creative you can be creative in many ways but she's not creative she's not creative she, she, she is she, she, you're too nice she's you're, awesome I love, I love my sisters I, I love that place <laughs> uh you know you can be creative no no not everybody can be creative that's one of my things I like well to say. in the writing room so, I like to say I like to say you know not all not all ideas are bad ideas but that was horrible no. um I like to I, you know you got to mix it up a little bit so and the, but the baby sister the baby sister was uh, baby sister, um, also m- much like a firstborn, because we have about gotcha. five, six years between us, super gotcha. driven, super accomplished. They're both. I love my sisters and we have a sure. great relationship. But they're super. But I always felt like I was like, oh, that sister. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't go. follow the prescribed path. That's and I awesome. was like, oh, she's the creative one. And I, you know, I'm doing air quotes, right? <laughs> it's yeah. sort of this label. But I owned it because you know what? That was my lane. And it took a long time to get there because I went through many, a kind of a nonlinear career path, but it's sort of returning to my roots and sort of that creativity and becoming a writer. I had to first be an advertising executive, a branding consultant. I uh, was a CEO of a nonprofit with travel and tourism. I was a Mm -hmm. consultant. And finally, because one of my good friends and a writer who I admire, he's like, uh, 
you're a writer, you need to gotcha. do this. And it was sort of that encouraging nudge that, you know, it's, set me funny, on path. it's funny. And you, you hit on a couple things when it comes to creativity that I think is important for people to understand. If you, the whole creative path is nonlinear by nature. Mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, it, if you're going to do anything creatively, you're going to do different things. You're going to, at some point, you're going to be a writer. You're going to be a director. You're going to be a producer. You're going to be an actor or an actor. You're going to do all of those things within it. I didn't really, I mean, the first time I got paid to write, I was 12 years old. <laughs> nice. and I didn't know. I didn't know. And the first time I got paid to write comedy, I was um, 18. And I'll never forget it. And uh, you know, I'm sure you can relate to this. I got a check for at that time it was like for $200. I think I'd written four pieces at $50 each. This is the, the yeah. 80s, right? So 280 yeah. is good is good good money. Um, and I realized when I got the check I'm like I just made $200 for what I used to get detention for. Yeah. You know, like I have, <laughs> yes. I have I have stumbled upon the greatest con of all time. <laughs> People will pay me to write. This is let's game up. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, you know, it's, it's really, it's getting paid to be you, right? Yeah. Where, you know, I, a lot of what I started, when I started writing and being a professional writer, which sounds right. really pretentious to oh, say, I but I, I love that. It's great. You know, when I, mean, I was so like, you want to be buttoned up and kind of like, okay, I'm coming from, I've been in the corporate world and then a nonprofit and you felt like you had to be a certain, a certain level of formality, yeah. but truly when it was when I was not writing for other people and I was writing for myself, I mean, I always advise people to do this. You, you should write the way you speak, which yeah. is having a conversation. This you know, is very very important. This is where this is where I try to explain to people that you know, throw the rules of grammar out because yes. people don't speak grammatically correct, and um, mm -hmm. and also too, you know, if you know the rules, then you can break the rules. That. And that's it, right? You have to, because I do that all the time. Right. I know, you know, that, yeah. which there to use, which it's mm -hmm. to use, which, you know, these things, because that can yeah. drive someone crazy who is like obsessed with grammar. I know the right things, but I don't, when I'm speaking, I don't speak, I don't say do not, I'll say yeah. don't. Exactly. Right. That's or right. isn't and that's those right. types of things. And, and yeah. You need to know that to be able to express yourself in such a way that makes you sound like a human and not a robot or, you know, yeah. someone that's, you know, it, it also, this is the thing I tell people too, is, you know, when you're writing something, someone can read that, but if they met you in person and you had a conversation, would they be vastly different? If so, you're going to confuse them and then you're going to lose them. And that's, yeah, that, you don't want to do that's exactly, that. That's exactly, that's what so many people miss. I mean- Especially with, especially with content writing um, and mm -hmm. social media, because social it's not linear. Mm -mm. It's, it's just random pieces of the puzzle, and people are coming. At, people are meeting you in different parts of the puzzle, and so you, it's not like A, B, C, D, and it's not linear at all. Um, what would be your biggest advice to give somebody who is struggling with writing? Why don't we start there? That'll be that'll give them a little creative tip on that. So, okay. The first is to, to really, there's, well, there's a few. So in yeah. terms of the, the way you express yourself, I would say, just make it conversational. Don't, don't worry about this needs to sound a certain way. It needs to sound like you. So mm -hmm. sometimes if people have a hard time putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, I'll say, um, if, if they're very verbally flown, if they're used to, they're like, I can talk and talk and talk. Great. Record yourself talking yeah. and then transcribe that. 
That's one way that you can get great, your thoughts out without getting caught up. Great right? tip. And, and, and actually, too, if you do that, I think you'll find that if you record maybe 30 minutes of conversation, one, you're going to find out that's not one piece of content. Correct. It's 30 right. pieces of content. So, so that's, that's another tip, actually, that I would say is when you are putting together, especially for social media, but this applies to any piece of content that you're going right. to share, regardless of length, have one clear takeaway. Yeah. Because I think when people write something that's a little longer, even if it's shorter, they try to jam too much in there yeah. and you're going to just, you're going to be meandering all over the place, which is people won't, they won't be able to follow you. And if they, yeah. if they can't get it immediately, they're going to keep scrolling. Right. So that's just keep right. one, don't be afraid of being brief. You know, people, Oh, I have to make sure I say, no, it's better to be brief and say it in fewer words. Right. Yeah, and leave I, them on more. I think that's <laughs> you know? very wise. I think people, I think people try to do, it's like, you know, like a bad first date, you know, where you're trying to get all the information in, you know. It's like, yeah, you have to know this too. You need yeah. to know this. Yeah. yeah. And here's yeah. another reason you shouldn't go on a second date with me, right? It's that kind of, <laughs> it's that yes. kind, it comes off like that. Whereas if you, you know, it's, it really is also too, the, you need the repetition, right? So I, when I work with people, what I know is the biggest mistake I see them making is not understanding that they're talking to an audience and that audience is the key. So mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Uh, absolutely. You have to know because it's, it's not about you. It's, it's about your intended about you. audience <laughs> and you need to know who that intended audience is and, yeah. and how that, you know, how they show up, what's important, what matters most to them. Yeah. Because if you're speaking to them, the idea is that you're trying to attract them to you, not repel them. So right. you need to kind of get in their world and say, okay, this is, this is what matters most Although, to this. And, Although I can tell you, I have done things where we where I've repelled people, and it has worked to my advantage, right? As a pre-qualification well, thing, which is really funny, right? Mm. Because like it, it's like it's one of those things where like you know you're going down a little dark rabbit hole, right? Mm. But it's it's definitely you're going down a dark rabbit hole with purpose. Yeah. And the, all of a sudden, all the all the people that are like really bad, like they can't take it, like they can't take a joke, or they're gone. And then the ones that, that really get the joke, they come to you. That's and, it. And they and they become clients. And so well, but, yeah. you gotta, but I would say I've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell anybody in the beginning to go dark. But but well, not go dark, but but I will say there there is value in not being so like a Yes. I'm not saying you should go and actively try to to offend or repel right. people. No, but, no, that's different. That's 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 but that, that's just you, childish. No, but, 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 you know, there's this quote I have on my wall and I reference this all the time. A guy named Sasha Strauss said it at a conference I was at years mm -hmm. ago, but it's, you're something special to, you're something specific to a special few. Yeah. So you need to get over the notion that everybody will love you and, or your content. That's just for whatever reason, yeah. it may have nothing to do with you. They're yeah. just like, you know, they're not your people. Right. So I used to, you're bringing up a memory and you know, I used to do this when I was uh, uh, coaching actors. I would explain mm -hmm. to them and say, look, when, you know, you don't need to be nervous because no matter what you do, no matter what your performance, whether it's film, live, TV, whatever, the audience is only going to have one of three reactions. They're either going to love you mm -hmm. or hate you, right? <laughs> but, but the vast majority are going to be in between and not really know or notice or care or give it, you know, the middle is where your audience tends to be, right? <laughs> and if you're too, if you get... Like it's like when somebody goes, well, somebody they they attacked me. I'm like, well, good. I mean, you, you hit a nerve. You know, that's yeah. Their, 
that's something they got to work out with their therapist. And that, and that's the thing, right? Is you need to understand someone that has like a huge, like the trolls and the people that come out and like yeah. make negative comments. It has, you triggered something in them, but oh, yeah. it's really about them. I no, mean, it's, it's, it's some childhood wound that you hit. Something that, that hurt people yeah. hurt people, right? So it's, it's something yeah. like that, but well, yeah. Also, it's, also dumb people just do dumb things. Yes. Right. So, so like, like, the, you know, it's like, like, there's a lot of stupid people out. One thing you have to understand with the internet people is there mm-hmm. are more stupid people out there. Yeah. Than, than the other. And so, you know, you got to remember that. You got to remember that. Keep it in perspective. And I think, like, let it go and not yeah. get super hung up on it. It, it yeah. but I will tell you, it, it's hard when you, especially if you're first writing, putting stuff out there, oh, I, you know, I, yeah. and, and you go, oh my God, you know, whatever. But I, I've heard people say, you know, you know, you're, you know, you're saying something of worth and importance when the trolls start to come out, you know, well, yeah, that's that, when. Yeah. 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 That's right. I mean, you're right. I mean, like if you're not getting attacked a little bit and I don't mean kind of attack, like somebody disagrees and, and that's oh, normal. No. That's good. Nobody's going to, but if somebody's coming yeah. at you. Mm-hmm. And I do, I definitely, I, I think I see this more with, on social media, I do see it more with men going after women mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it, it, yeah. you know, like they, I, I do see that. I mean, like I see guys attack women in ways that they would never think of attacking me in social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so it, there, there's definitely something there that, that a dynamic, but I think that, you know, if you've really hit somebody's nerve, Mm-hmm. You, you probably have you, you probably have some great content there. There's something there for sure that there's a there's a you've taken a, a stance on something yeah. you've you know put something out there and I think that's the thing about content is not not to actively offend but to but to really share your perspective, share your right. unique insights and wisdom. That's what I tell people. It's really it's about you know what matters most to you because. There are going to be people, your people, that will mm-hmm. align and be able to attract and they'll get it. And the people that are like, I don't like what she's saying, they'll just keep scrolling. And that's yeah, why yeah, you that's can right. beat that, out those people. That's right? exactly, and that's, and that's, that's, that's really good stuff. The, what advice, what, well, what, when you're ghostwriting for somebody, because I, mm-hmm. I think this is a good topic to explore. Because, I mean, I think people out there don't understand that you know, they don't have to create content. They can hire people to create content for them. There's a lot of great people out there. And um, so what advice would you give a potential client about why they should hire a ghostwriter? Well, the people that I work with, um, I'm not creating content in their absence. I work a little differently as a social media ghostwriter. So what I do is I really help them translate sort of what's in their heads, in the chaoticness yeah. in their heads, sure. find some clarity. So so my big three, right? The big yeah. three that I help with, it's clarity, consistency, and discipline. Okay. And for the leaders I work with, that's it's really, it comes back to personal branding, it comes back to thought leadership. But the clarity is, what do you want? Who's your audience? Who are we speaking to, right? right? What is this? Because you have to have some sort of goal. Like, why are you sharing something? Don't yeah, just that's, throw it out there, yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. I mean, I think the... I think that's really great advice. I think that the uh, the higher the level of the executive, if we're talking about that type of person, mm-hmm. I'd say they're more fear-based than they should be. 
they can be, um, you know, the, my best clients, the ones I work with best are typically founders, their own company, sure. right? They, it's not, and they just don't I, have time. I ha they just don't have a time. couple corporate clients, yeah, but, but yeah. they either, they're either good writers, but they just, they don't have the bandwidth because they're going after exactly. investors, <laughs> exactly. that right. sort of thing. Right. Or, or they're like, look, I'm a speaker. I can talk. I can do this. I yeah, can those, do, are the worst. I, those are the worst clients. <laughs> no, they're great because this is I'm my kidding. process is we have a I'm weekly kidding. standing call. We oh, have a conversation great. because great. what I'm doing is like pulling out of them insights, experiences, yeah. things that have happened in their day-to-day -day life, personal and professional. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what's the takeaway from that? And it's just through having like a half hour conversation like, okay, great. Well, this is, and then I take those words, their words, their insights, and I, you know, basically in the conduit to make it happen into a concise and compelling written post for them. What's so what's been the most, their, it's their world. It's not my words That's so great. much as it That's is, great. you know, kind of, and making it sound like them, right? Because the idea behind a yeah. ghostwriter is no one should know you have one. No, no, right? that, yeah, that's right. That's right. I know, I mean, I know some really bad writers where they just write the same style for everybody. And you're just like, no, 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 no. That's a different, it's, it's all about finding the voice, right? It's the, it's yeah, the, voice, and, the point and, of view, the perspective. It's going to be different. Yeah. 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 So, I, and, you know, sometimes they're like, okay, can I do this? And then they put something out there and they get reaction from that intended audience. Right. And they see people engaging that they're like, oh, Right. Okay. Or they're like, wow, I really like what you said, you right. know, and suddenly they kind of get that, that cycle of like, oh, okay. So I share my wisdom and insights, which is part of my world. Right. It attracts more people. And I mean, and not that what I'm doing, I'm not writing sales copy, but I've had right. clients tell me that it's like, oh my God, because of that post, I got, you know, half a million dollars in business. Well, that's, back so that's what people don't understand that it, from a social media sales standpoint, from a business growth standpoint, a lot of it happens when the one thing that social media does that's kind of interesting is people think they know you, but they don't. Hmm. And so it shortens yeah. the sales cycle, right? Because people don't ask questions, right? And so right. It, it's really interesting, right? Um, so like it, with clients that come to us really fast on uh, through social media, we slow it down. We ask hmm. them a lot of questions. We, you know, we kind of, we kind of say, you know, you're giving us a little bit too much trust too soon, too fast you know, you don't really know whether or not we can work for you. Let's slow this down a little bit. And they're always, they're always grateful for that because otherwise it'll come back and bite you in the butt. Well, and I think this is the thing. If you're regularly sharing content, especially yeah. my clients or leaders, it's it, what it does is, um, and this happens to me, like all my right. clients come to me because, oh, I've been following you for a while right. or I read right. something. They like, they like right? your it's stuff, that yeah. no like and trust factor, right? Yeah. If they've been following it, it's not usually instantaneously like, hey, I read one post and suddenly I think you're great. I mean, right. it, it, it takes like every other sales, like it takes points of like, right. oh, okay, I've engaged with something. I kind of, I, I like what she's putting out there. Right. So it kind of builds that initially, but I still have people coming that they like me and kind of what I'm about or what right. I'm writing about, but I might not be the right fit for them. No, They're just exactly. like, I kind of dig your vibe, right. but here's what I want. I'm like, okay, that's not what I do. Yeah. So let me direct yeah, you're not, you to you're somebody not get, You're not getting that from this planet is really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah. and I think it's important to, to, you know, I mean, even if you can do something for yeah, somebody, like I can write a lot of different things and I have, right. Sure. But is that really the highest and best use of my talent? And do I want to do that? And am I going to deliver that to a client that's, you know, it, it's going to be 
probably better than the average person, but not like what I really right. want to do. So I always try to send them off. Or if they come to me, they're like, hey, can you edit this? Right. Can I? Yes. Is that so what I do? I, no. Yeah. Here, talk to somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's exactly right. It's, it is funny. So many people who buy creative stuff just think it all happens like instantly. Like they all yeah. think it's like, it's like, it's like a cup of noodle soup or something. You just add hot water. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, magic. You know, it's not. Um, and, no. And, and, and no. So yeah, it takes a lot more than people realize. So do you have any funny stories that you want to share or vent, get off your chest about ghostwriting clients? I don't know. Or? Funny. I, I will say. Uh, that Mostly I, damaging I, uh, stories? No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, I, I think in, in all my years doing the, the writing stuff, I've only had to fire one client, you know, uh, just the best, because it's the best it's, I love yeah. it. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Actually. And, and I kind of, this is the thing I need to trust. And I usually do trust my gut, yeah. but going into this, it was like this guy, something about him, right. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. So he was just like, just kind of awful. Right. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure everybody has those stories and people that, oh, I can't, I, I have to take every job, I have to nope, do whatever. Nope, nope. But the reality <laughs> is, is someone like that is just, it's going to take more of your time, it's not going to be worth it in the end, and you just need to close yourself down. But I, yeah. I will say something that's that's more positive in nature that I find so fascinating, not so much with my social media ghostwriting clients, although they say this too, you know, they'll say, well, does anybody care what I have to say? But with the other side of my business, the career story stuff, I work with so many accomplished people that are so like, they don't see their own brilliance. And I think yeah. when you're so close yeah, to yourself, you don't, you don't see it. And I think the other thing is people tend to discount what comes easy to them. Yes. Thinking, well, it can't be valuable so because it's they, simple they, to me. They totally minimize no. that. That's, that's it. You know, that it's very interesting that the, you know, they, they can't see their own accomplishments. They really do need somebody to tell them, hey, th these are your accomplishments. And then after you get them past that, it's then hard for them to talk about themselves. They don't, they don't like it. That's exactly no. They're like, oh, God. Yeah. I, and, and so I, I try to work with them in such a way. So it's yeah. not being braggadocious and it's not like all about me. Yeah. It's really more about shifting that. It's like how – how can just being you and what you've already done right. and what you can do, how do you, how do you serve other people? How do you turn that inside out? And this is how you help people is every person I've, you know, taken on as a client with that one exception of that guy, yeah. you know, oh. it's really, they've been super modest, even right. though they're like, Oh my God, I, I'm just like, I'm thinking, why are they working with me? <laughs> like, these are like super that's awesome funny. people. That's you. That's you having the same problem, right? It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's the, that's the, that is, I do think talented people, and it's been my experience that I certainly had this happen with myself and, and others. Um, we do take a lot of these things for granted because they are gifts. They're gifts. Mm -hmm. They're just intuitive for us. They're things that we, that we have no matter what. And, um, and there's some guilt in that. There's some, you know, artistic guilt mm -hmm. in having talent, um, mm -hmm. especially when you see people with so little talent, right? You're like, <laughs> you're like well, that person has so little talent and yet they're successful. So, you know, there's no correlation between talent yeah. and success, right? Yeah. And then you see the person who's so talented and it's like, they're, yeah, they're talented, but they've been living on the streets for about 20 years, you know? And it's, it's, so there's no direct correlation between talent and, and compensation. 
Mm-hmm. Well, so mm-hmm. what what would you want people to take away that listen to the episode? What what would be your main thing about creativity in general um, that you want them to know? I would say about creativity. I you know creativity to me is linked very much to curiosity. Mm. So even if you aren't a writer, an actor, you know, somebody who is in the creative arts, if you follow your curiosity, if you allow that to lead you, you you embrace new experiences and people and things, that lends itself to creativity. So no matter what your profession, your industry, your role, curiosity and being a curious person to me is inextricably linked to being creative and you can naturally become more creative when you are interested in other things and open to those things. And then what would you, what would you tell the person who's struggling with just kind of putting themselves out there at all? You know, Mm -hmm. they're so scared, you know, maybe they're an introvert, maybe they're shy, maybe they're, it's a cultural thing. You know, what, what, Mm -hmm. you know, if you had them in a room, what would you say to them? I would say, there is power in sharing your story and experiences mm-hmm. because I guarantee if there's something that's happened to you that you put out there, there's going to be at least one other person, but probably a lot more that need to hear that. Right. And when you share your story and you share your experiences, it makes it much easier for other people to do it as well. And it it's you're doing actually a disservice to others if you don't sort of share those gifts and share your experiences. It's an opportunity to help others. So yeah. take the, the away from yourself and the focus on others and sharing that is is helpful. Yeah, valuable. I think that's great. You don't want to rob the other person of your ability to help them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It was fantastic. Thanks for having me, Roger. It's fun. Great.